0: Greetings, ghouls. It's time to discuss.
1: Disgust and dissect. Alright. No normal mind can imagine. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome twosome Mike Mike and and Jeremy. We are fans of the dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I am Mike. And I am Jeremy. How you doing, bro?
0: Doing pretty good. I uh, had a few days off this week. Nice extra long weekend. So it uh, it was good.
1: Nice. Did you get to
0: sleep in at all? Even if I could, I can't.
1: Yes, I found like my that body the won't, same way.
0: My body won't let me sleep past like 6:30.
1: Oh, your body sucks. My body would let me sleep in, but the <laughs> world will not.
0: Well, well Thursday, you know, Thursday and Friday we had to get Lily off to school. Obviously, but, yeah. Yeah, but even like even like today, just I could I could sleep later than seven i just i can't i'm up at six o'clock like wide awake just tossing and turning
1: we were up at 5 a.m to go to Lowell for a dance competition to see sparkle motion (laughs) Uh, just kidding it was a cheer competition but that that 5 a.m was real
0: So your commitment to Sparkle
1: Motion is real. Oh man, I'm committed. I would be (laughs) blowing up in that fucking plane, causing tangent (laughs) universes left and right, baby. All right. Yeah. So we're talking about Donnie Darko. It's Halloween. It's our season finale, man. This is the end of season four. It's crazy. Pretty crazy, yeah. So this is obviously a big episode. We're going to announce the winners of the Deddies, Miss Halloween. We're going to break down Donnie Darko because nobody yeah. understands what happened in Donnie Darko, not even Jake Gyllenhaal. And
0: Seth Rogen. Like, I, I, like, neither one of them, they're just like, I don't know what we just made.
1: I mean, Seth Rogen probably just smoked a bunch of pot, went to set, said, I like your boobs, and went home.
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: All right, yeah, so... Let's just jump right into it.
0: This is a recipe for disaster.
1: So this one was tough. I didn't need a lot of food in this one, but there is a nice family dinner where they discuss politics, the logistics of sucking a fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> and,
0: I remember that. It was just and, so. And uh, yeah, so I they laughed
1: hysterically at that. So they they sat around the table. They ate pizza. It was just plain cheese pizza, but for this. We're going to do a nice succulent braised rabbit pizza. They caramelize some onions, braise you up some nice rabbit. I'm in the woods, so I can like go into the backyard and just like stomp on one. But if you're in the Massachusetts area, you can go into Cambridge, go to Saviner's Market, and get you some rabbit meat. It is well worth it. And you're going to wash that down with some Blue Solo Cup keg beer, even if your Hulk Hogan dorky friend says that keg beer's for pussies. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get why he said that. I think it's just because he went through the effort of stealing his dad's beer.
0: Yeah, 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 that was, uh, that was that.
1: Okay, so, Johnny Darko. Spoilers ahead. Sorry, my DVD back is a little ripped. It's hard to read. In the tradition of Stir of Echoes and Final Destination, Donnie Darko is an edgy psychological thriller about a suburban teen coming face-to-face with his dark destiny. Jake Gyllenhaal leads a star-filled cast, including Drew Barrymore, Noah Wilde, Jenna Malone, Patrick Swayze, and Mary McDonald as a delusional high school student visited by a demonic rabbit with eerie visions of the past. In deadly predictions for the future, this excitingly original, nail-biter will keep you on the edge of your seat until the mind-bending climax. My mind did bend. My mind bended like one of those water noodle thingies. Yeah, uh, directed by Richard Kelly. Written by. Uh, s- as written well, by also,
0: yeah. million budget around the estimate. uh, Their opening weekend was not very good.
1: No, I don't think this was a financial success at first. I think this is more of a cult classic type of deal.
0: Yeah, I mean, it only did $110,000 on opening weekend. Worldwide gross. I mean, basically, this this movie made about a million dollars.
1: Yeah, but uh, it is spoken to as one of Jake Gyllenhaal's best movies. In a you-can-talk-about-it-a-lot sense. Not, yeah. not financially by far.
0: All right. So, yeah, so it it opens up where, so, like, you see dude dude lying in the middle of the street. So this is Donnie, Jake Gyllenhaal.
1: Oh, can I just say how beautiful this scene is? The shot is yeah. amazing. Like, cinematography, like, orgasm.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, so he's laying in the middle of the road, his bike is on the side. You know, you get the you get the title comes up, kind of like an Indian looking lettering.
1: It's it's funky now. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: so he just kinda wakes up and just rides his
1: bike. Oh, oh home. fun fact about the uh that, that lettering, the font. So mm-hmm. they, they kept that for the title scene, but that was on the posters originally and nine eleven happened and they took the they changed the font for the posters. Uh, I mean okay. after me 9/11 it. they did a lot of a lot of crazy shit like I mean blow up like the world trade like yeah they're going to cut that lyric. But yeah. if you mentioned a plane in your song you're not on the radio. I mean Jefferson Airplane was not on the radio for a good amount of time well, after September 11. Well you September, remember 11. you remember
0: that night? They had, like literally like AAF like like you you didn't hear Foo Fighters learn to fly you didn't hear you know I can't stand to fly like that one you didn't hear that
1: song yeah there there was literally a list of yeah. like shit they couldn't like two hundred buzzwords of things that might like trigger people's you know emotions I guess so like fly airplane plane there i mean 200 words i i'm yeah. exaggerating maybe but it was a big long list of of words and, and if it was in the title or like a main lyric gone yeah
0: he rides he rides his bike home we have our our opening song there the killing moon
1: echo and um, the bunny
0: the bunny man yes uh yeah, so he's 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 riding home. Passes a red Trans Am on the way, so he'll stick a pin in that. Oh yeah. And which uh, seem to be driving pretty fast. Apparently, they're in the town of Middlesex or something like that because they have the Halloween carnival that is coming up.
1: It's funny because we grew up in Middlesex County.
0: Yeah, it's true. We meet the family. The, the dad is outside. I believe his name was Eddie. He's outside, like watering the
1: grass. Oh no, he's blowing leaves. He's blowing leaves, and then he 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 sit, like shoots the blower at the daughter. And I, I gotta say, safety first. Do not do that. What if there was a rock lodged in in there that you didn't know about? You end up blowing yeah. your your daughter's face off with the rock, and she's on the That's way to true. school. She doesn't have time to change her hair or like get a new eyeball. You don't have time for that. So. You know, they're eating dinner, and of course, this is the pizza dinner that I was talking about,
0: yep, the pizza dinner. they have some lovely dinner time discussions. they talk about you know Elizabeth's gonna vote for dukakis. there's
1: uh <laughs> that was funny. She goes like randomly, she just goes, "I'm gonna vote for Dukakis yeah and the dad's like, uh i it seemed like he was gonna laugh, but he was concerned, so Dukakis used to be our governor, yes. Massachusetts way back when
0: uh yeah so this is obviously like 1988 and uh October you can tell 2nd right October 2nd 1988 so this that's was a... important so it was I forget who put the bug in uh, the director's ear to cast Jake Gyllenhaal's sister Maggie
1: uh, well, so a lot of people were in the consideration for Donnie Darko, and he thought, well, this would kind of be really easy to create the sibling rivalry effect right. if we actually cast his real sister, and she's an actress, it was an easy choice.
0: Yeah, and she calls him out for not taking his meds, and then he's just he calls her a fuck-ass, and she tells him to suck a fuck, which... I found that way funnier than I probably should have just because
1: it's awesome. It was some funny wordplay.
0: Well, funny, funny wordplay. Uh, so apparently, you know, he's, he sees a therapist and uh, he ultimately, like, his mother comes up and is like, you know, like, where where do you go? Like, where, where were you last night? And ultimately just calls his mom a bitch and she just walks out of the room.
1: Yeah. Not nice. Uh, so,
0: it's uh, so like... Like we said, this is 1988. The dad is watching uh, the debate between George H.W. Bush and Dukakis. And this is where he hears a voice.
1: Wake up. up. I've been watching.
0: And so apparently he sleepwalks. And and
1: mom is reading it.
0: Yeah, mom is reading it. Uh, so he goes, He gets up, he, he walks out the door, he he basically ends up at a golf course.
1: <laughs> can, can we rewind? When when Donnie calls his mom a bitch, and he storms off, <laughs> the dad, I love this guy, he goes, you're bitching, you're not a bitch. <laughs> 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 it's a classic dad comeback.
0: Also, the mother, she, it's a word, we have one episode left, but we've been watching Fall of the House of Usher. And she plays a main character in that, and she is awesome, by the way. Nice. Very, very awesome. So basically, so yeah, he ends up on the golf course, and he is told that the end of the world is going to end in... 28
1: days, 6 hours, 42 minutes, 12 seconds. And he writes that number on his arm. Yeah. Because when you're sleepwalking, you always take a Sharpie. You never know. You never know. You don't know.
0: You don't know, because, you know, you got to have something written on your arm when you wake up on a golf course to Patrick Swayze.
1: Yeah. So it's it's late at night. Uh, we see Maggie Gyllenhaal sneaking back into the house. And all of a sudden, blammo. Big impact. Yeah. Huge impact.
0: So Donnie is going home and well, he he, can't, he wakes up on a, on the what, golf course right he wakes up on the golf course cuz he patrick must have Swayze. been
1: sleep golfing
0: <laughs> sleep golfing
1: <laughs> i'm a funny so, guy and not at all a diddler
0: <laughs> <laughs> so patrick Swayze, is uh he plays jim cunningham like a motivational speaker i guess you could you could say or
1: uh he's like one of the like one of those bible thumping motivational speakers like you know, he
0: Joel Osteen type? Yeah. He, he doesn't have, like, a church or anything.
1: No, he doesn't have a church. He's – basically, it's weird because he has this big mansion in town, and he speaks at the school, but he's yeah. got all these videos, and, yeah, he does, like, the whole motivational speaking thing. But, yeah, I don't know why he's got a small gig at the school for some reason.
0: Yeah. So, so him and then one of his friend's fathers, who's a doctor uh, – Yes. Basically come come across him and was like, "Hey, it's Donnie Darko. No, you must be sleep golfing." <laughs> so anyway, Donnie makes his way home and his, his driveway's all barricaded off. There's cops everywhere. The FAA is there having them sign paperwork because an engine apparently fell off a plane into the house.
1: But they don't know which plane.
0: They don't know which plane. I would think it would be the plane that doesn't have an engine that most recently landed somewhere
1: you would think but if a plane landed somewhere without an engine it would probably be noted so this is a weird artifact if you will Hmm. and yeah his family's very excited to see him donnie's alive yeah way to go
0: um so, you know, the FAA has them, like, signing papers. They, they put them up in the best Holiday Inn. So your house has been destroyed by a plane. Have a room at the Holiday Inn.
1: Well, we don't know what town they're in. This might actually Middlesex. be the best. You know what I mean. We <laughs> don't know what the the I, hotel situation they, is. They might not have, like, jacuzzi suites over here. Yeah, and true. And, like, the red roof over here and... Motel six back there and I, I can't think of the the one level motel. Yeah. You know. Yeah. they're not they don't have it like framing it. We don't have the Sheraton Towers and-
0: Fair. So he ends up uh Yeah, so they end up getting thrown at the the holiday and uh you know, like what happened to the plane, raises some questions, um Looks like he goes to like a private school, so
1: it's a Christian school
0: it's a Christian school where apparently the drug flow is pretty solid at the
1: school. I mean it's a school I know that, but it's private private school they got more money. that's true. come on, jeremy okay I yeah know. so i I love the sequence that showed the school, so um, you know, everyone's smoking butts. And then it kind of does this weird. It'll show you a character, and then fast forward real quick to go to another character, and it seems to be all like one long shot. And you get to meet all the people at the school, and it, it, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, fun little montage. Yeah, uh, with tears for fears. Yes. Head over heels, right? Yeah, you, yep. you get to meet Seth Rogen. Is this his first role? This was his
0: first role. So I guess his his first line ever in cinematic career is I like your boobs.
1: That is way better than Matthew McConaughey's Oh rat, oh rat, oh rat, which now he has to do in like every other movie. Yeah. Imagine if Seth Rogen like randomly had to be like I like your boobs. <laughs> I think he did it knocked up. He's like you're way hotter than I am. I like your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so we see more Patrick Swayze. Uh, we meet, uh, I forget her name in the movie. She, uh, Drew Barrymore is one of the teachers. Last name begins with a P, but I, my phone turned off, so I can look that up. Everyone
1: right knows who Drew Barrymore is.
0: So a new student shows up. And she basically tells this girl her name is Gretchen. Uh, She tells her to sit next to the boy
1: she thinks is cutest. That is highly inappropriate.
0: Yes. I I found that that would not be done now.
1: Uh, It wouldn't be done then either. So this is where we come into the manipulated living. See, a lot of people that are surrounded around Donnie Darko are kind of possessed to do these things to kind of help him along his journey. Although they're not aware of it. So she right. might have had that spark. You know, like when you have something in your head and you're like, oh, this would be really funny to say, but I fucking cannot say this at work. I think maybe that's one of those situations where it just came right out her mouth and she was just like, whoa, what the fuck did I just say? Yeah. Hopefully no uh, one heard that. They, they, she fucking's like Jody. Get the fuck out of your seat. Oh, she kicked Joni out of her seat. So then,
0: uh, apparently, it's going to take about a week. Or we see it was about a week. Yeah, about a week to fix the roof. How is it just the roof? It was a plane engine. It should have destroyed half the house.
1: Uh, yeah, it, it's like it. His bed was made out of like wolverines. <laughs> like, I don't know.
0: Like. Th- I would think you'd have to like demo the whole thing <laughs> and rebuild.
1: Yeah, because it would have came from not a mile high. I, I know that's just the, the the sex thing, so it's not like an actual mile, but like that's a, that's a long drop. Well, that's like well, terminal velocity into your well, bedroom. Depends on do. Well, I mean, planes fly. I
0: thought at like thirty six thousand feet. Thirty six thousand. I think so. Well, that's
1: more than Pretty a sure. mile.
0: It's it is it's many miles. So hmm. these take the speed that that thing is gonna fall and you know pulverize your house.
1: Okay, hear me out here. <laughs> Let's say that there's a rip in the time and space continuum, and the, and this and it just opens
0: flowing through
1: the yeah. It was flowing. It, it was flowing through like like all like hoverboard style. It just opened right above his bedroom and then just landed. And when it hit his bed, it was like a soft cushion.
0: So so the space-time continuum shit out a plane engine onto his bed is what you're saying.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. That's why it didn't crush the whole house. It only, it like landed on the bed and the, the blankets wrapped around it and it went back to sleep, took a nap. So,
0: so, so it just basically went...
1: It just went... Okay. Just a little. Fair enough. Boop. It checks out. No, oh, it totally does. <laughs>
0: uh But the FAA obviously doesn't tell them what, what's going on. They're just kind of leaving them in the dark. And the father almost hits a crazy cat lady person who just goes from her house to her mailbox, house to her mailbox, house to her mailbox, and stands in the middle of the road.
1: Yep. That's uh, grandma road. death.
0: Grandma death, or I believe, was it like R- R- Roberta Sparrow?
1: Roberta Sparrow, there you go. Roberta. So yeah. Donnie gets out of the car, asks her if she's okay, and she whispers something in his ear. Yeah, I don't think we hear what... Did he say what she says? Everyone dies alone. Yeah.
0: Which is sad. Uh, yeah. We go through one of his therapy sessions. Uh, he tells her that she he's got a new imaginary friend. And uh, he calls him Frank and uh, tells her that the world is going to end. And uh, yeah, that no, was base, base, basically that. Uh, they play some Jim Cunningham videos in school about fear survivors.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That video, like knowing what you know about Jim Cunningham, yeah. when you watch it again, the video is super extra creepy.
0: Oh, yeah and uh, you know everyone's kind of like snickering at it life is too precious to be controlled
1: by fear which is true yeah, that's it a, true. that's an actual sentiment that that i agree with make fear yeah. your bitch don't yeah. succumb so
0: uh, frank the bunny tells tells donnie to wake up again this time he's got an axe yeah. Uh, we're in October 6th, 28 days away, and the school is flooded. So, and the axe is buried in, like, a the, the bulldog's, like, statue, like, head, the yeah. school mascot. So,
1: so the mascot is a bulldog. It's a weird statue that it kind of looks like a dog taking a shit. Yeah. Like, he's in that pose almost. And the school is flooded. The axe is jammed in the head of this, what, what kind of statue is this? it's probably not bronze, probably but it's some bronze metal equivalent, some cheap metal. I'm imagining a human to, that would allow to, a, to, an ax to go into to it. To do this, it would take a feat of incredible strength. And there is a big graffiti post in front of it that says they made me do it.
0: Yeah.
1: And that Look at that handwriting and take a mental picture.
0: Yeah, so we'll get to that in a second. Uh, But on his way home, Ricky, played by Seth Rogen, and his dipshit friend are hitting on the new girl, Gretchen, where Donnie's just like, get the fuck out. Like, whatever, like, go fuck yourself. And so they leave, and he walks her home, And we find out that her, I'm guessing it was her, I think it was her stepdad, who stabbed her mother like four times in the chest.
1: And they're now in witness protection. Yeah. So her name's probably not even Gretchen.
0: Yeah, probably not. Uh, So she's got some baggage with her. And then in the probably slickest way possible, he just goes, you want to go with me? She's just like, where? Where 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 are we going? No, do you want to go with me? It's always safe here.
1: I was like, so my line back in freshman year, I was like, "Hey, you got a boyfriend?" No. You want one? (laughs) And it worked, dude. It was crazy. So he now has a girlfriend. Oh, but she did point out that when he said, "Oh, my name's Donnie Darko," she goes, "Oh, you sound like a superhero." All right, we've already dropped the spoiler from earlier. She is one of the manipulated dead. She has extra powers. There's one other manipulated dead in this story. making kind of traverse time to help him exponentially towards his yeah. goal. So it will make sense eventually. Not at the end of this episode. No, no, no. But like, you know, someday down the line, you're going to be like on your deathbed. You're going to be there, and you're like, oh, remember that Fans of the Dead episode? They were talking about Donnie Darko. I don't know why I'm thinking about it now when I'm surrounded by all my loved ones. That was a great show. You guys really should like and subscribe to that. Dad, are you okay? I think he's delirious. Uh, I gotta, I'm going to die. Oh, my God. I finally realized what happens. Croaks.
0: <laughs> uh, we get to one of Donnie's creepier therapy sessions. Where uh, he tells her about her week, uh, his, his girlfriend, and um, so she's trying hypnosis time, and he gets super super creepy, and like she's asking uh, like questions that are not even remotely late, like related to like like sex or anything, and he's just like, <laughs> just like so, so do, you wanna, do you want to
1: do you want to jerk off to a line? Uh... Who who, who, Alyssa's Christina Applegate. Oh, it was Christina Applegate. Originally, it was supposed to be Alyssa Milano.
0: Yeah, but I guess yeah, they read there was legal reasons they couldn't do that.
1: Yeah, so he he jerked off to married with children Kelly Bundy. (laughs) Era Christina Applegate.
0: But she's like, do you think about your family? I don't think about fucking my family. That's weird. That's weird. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? And he starts to like stick his hand like down his like pants, and she's like, "Wait a minute, no, this is over." He <laughs> like, <laughs> this isn't appropriate. And uh, now, so I feel like this movie jumped all over the place, like like from scene to scene. It was like crazy all over the place. So we're back in like the school where they're checking handwriting, trying to match spray paint. Which,
1: how do you even do that? Okay, well. So handwriting analysis is a real thing. and No, I get that. And, uh, I mean, obviously when you're spray painting, you're tagging. It's going to be a little different than your actual handwriting. But if they have you write out the same phrase, they can see similarities. Yeah, I guess but so. But any idiot that would have gone to the school and spray painted that could just not write it the same way. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, you got me. I have to write the same exact way. Ah. <laughs> and it's such a weird way. Like, we see later when he writes, Frank was here, went to get beer. It's not, like, nobody writes like that. He, like, no. took the time to, like, stylize it. That's not just his handwriting. His handwriting is gonna be different. He made it look all, like, loopy and... Right. Wavy and and whatnot.
0: Uh the uh the dickhead kid in in his class apparently thinks like Donnie ratted him out, so he pulls like a knife on him in the bathroom, it was like legit, like wanting to like slit his throat like in school.
1: And uh, Yeah, gave me uh the dude Bowers from It like vibes. Yeah.
0: yeah. Henry and, Bowers, um, yeah. So and then Donnie's like with his friends having an in-depth conversation about Smurfs, while he's
1: this was you know, actually okayed by the creator of Smurfs, by the way. Yep, he goes. It's actually pretty accurate on the uh, the asexual nature of the Smurf. <laughs> <laughs> and then another
0: lady almost hits Miss Farmer, the cat lady. Not Miss Farmer, uh, Miss Sparrow, the the cat lady. Uh, while she's checking her mail. Hey, can um, you fact check me on this?
1: I wrote down... I don't know. Okay, so Jenna Malone is a is a character, or, or an actress that played... All right, so my to bad. That played Gretchen. Yeah, I think Jenna said this quote. Hell yeah, beer and pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down Jenna. I was like, I don't remember her saying that in the movie. <laughs> but her name is Jenna with one N. So the whole,
0: like... Well, school being flooded was like a whole big thing. School's canceled, all that stuff. So this big PTA meeting about what happened to like the water line, and then you have the the uh, the gym teacher, Miss Farmer. That's where I was uh, getting that from, and she's pissed about the books being read to the kids.
1: It's like, bitch, can it's we stay on topic? We don't have to talk about Graham Greene and the Destructors, even though his birthday is a. October 2nd, and it may have subconsciously provided some backstory into this movie, because there is a flooding scene.
0: Yeah. And Donnie's taking his
1: pills, he hears the rabbit again, don't worry. Uh, Funny funny story about those pills. Placebos. They were nothing more than water pills. Ah. Water.
0: Well, it's like he sees the rabbit through the mirror in the bathroom that he's in, and it's got like a ripple effect. So, you're water. in great
1: danger.
0: So, he meets with another teacher, uh, Professor Monikoff, something like that. Monikoff. He's yeah. like a science teacher, I think it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, before that, they showed Jin- another Jim Cunningham uh, video. And they do the whole fear and love line. Well, that, well, I was getting to that. That's
0: so. I thought. Sorry, I thought that was. I thought that was before that. No. But yeah. So yeah, you have the fear and love, like lifeline or whatever the hell it is. And she's having the students put it, like, read a card and put an X like where they think. Like, the X should go based on the situation on their card.
1: And Donnie came up with a brilliant answer. He goes, everything's not that simple. You know, everything's not black right. and white. And, and she's like, oh, I know. Just put an X where it needs to be. And, like, I mean, in her defense, I'm not defending her too much because she's a fucking idiot. You right. know, it is a big line. And the area in between the two emotions is the gray area. But, every, but there's variables. But yeah, exactly. Everything is not either fear or love or you know whatever is directly in the middle of fear and love would that just be horny
0: right I, I mean his card I, I his
1: card is he finds a wallet should he return it right basically
0: right, which um, actually
1: happens later, yeah. Uh, Which
0: apparently this argument gets him into the principal's office where he apparently told her that he is, she is to insert the lifeline into her anus.
1: Yeah. I loved how they they were trying not to laugh. (laughs) The
0: the dad is is hilarious. I love the
1: dad because it's like, I'm that guy. It's just like, oh, fuck. Like, uh, like, you
0: fuck. Like. (laughs)
1: Like Your kid says something hilarious and it's inappropriate, but like, you're just like, okay,
0: I'm supposed to
1: be mad right now, but that was a great line. And this lady sucks. Yeah. And so he gets
0: suspended from after school stuff for six months, which like, really, was that like a, like an actual punishment?
1: I don't think he was an extracurricular activity type of guy.
0: No, no. uh, We're up to October 10th. We have 20 days away. Um. Donnie's asking, uh, okay, so, yeah, Donny's asking his uh, science teacher, Professor Monikov whatever, about time travel. And he gives him the book, The Philosophy of Time Travel. And apparently, the author is Grandma Death.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he yeah. starts talking about a brief history of time with Stephen Hawking. And, yeah, I mean, they start to talk about it. He learns that Roberta Sparrow was actually a nun. And then seemingly overnight, she changed her ways. She quit the, I was going to say coven, convent. Is that what it is? (laughs) Convent. Not the coven, the coven of nuns. Yeah, and she she wrote this book, which goes to show you, well, it doesn't go to show you, but she was a living receiver at one point. She returned an artifact and she wrote the book, the philosophy of time travel to help anyone else that might be in a similar situation the intent of this short book is for it to be used as a simple and direct guide in a time of great danger I pray that this is merely a work of fiction if it is not then I pray for you the reader of this book if I am still alive when the events foretold in these pages occur then I hope that you will find me before it is too late Everyone dies alone. She actually thanks a lot of the other sisters for her support uh, in her forward. I would like to thank the sisters of the St. John Chapel in Alexandria, Virginia. So they're in Middlesex, Virginia, for their support in my decision by the grace of God. But yeah, so they start to talk about time travel and he kind of steps back and he's like, whoa, I could lose my job if I continue this discussion. Yeah, which why is there? Why do they even teach science in a Catholic school?
0: Right. You know? Yeah. No. No, I get it.
1: Um, I believe, hey, hey, when's the that, class? A hey, uh, did I miss the lesson on how to change water to wine? Because I've been waiting for that lesson all year.
0: <laughs> uh, but I believe well that that interaction happens a little bit later on. He goes to him a couple
1: of times. Oh, does he? Yeah. Um, My bad. But I'm, he uh, see. But he. I'm time traveling. So it's okay for me to jump around.
0: That's all right. Well, in the meantime, he has another therapy session, where she asks if he's alone, and then he, he this is where he like starts to break down. And he's just like he just doesn't want to be alone anymore. So apparently, he feels alone. Everybody um, dies alone. They're watching the Redskins lose a Super Bowl in the living room,
1: uh, which is, is impossible see- to do in October. This is true.
0: Well, it could have been. Uh, That's true. It could have been just a regular game.
1: It was just. A regular you know the Redskins game. can lose a lot of games,
0: and they did. Much that, like in that the era.
1: Patriots.
0: Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So they're yeah they're they're watching the Redskins, and I see. At first, I thought this was almost like an astral projection type thing, with like the the bubble thing that
1: like comes out. That's. That's that's exactly what it is it, so uh Matt Bruce in our insidious episode, kind of described it as a a rope,
0: right, so that's what I kind of thought it thought it was. you know, Susan was watching the movie with me, and she it was like she's like, well, it's like telling him where to go, like where he needs to be, like it's like it's a leash or a lead or whatever. I'm like, isn't that kind of the same
1: thing? Kind of. But it, it seemed like he didn't have to follow it, though. Right. Because he saw, you know, everyone else's leashes, if you will. Right. You know, leading them along.
0: Or it was like a future path, like where they were headed to.
1: Yeah. I mean, he did follow it. But yeah. what, what would happen but if I, he but, didn't?
0: But it, it reminded me of astral projection. Or the description of astral projection.
1: Yeah, that's it. Ba- yeah, great. I know. like that. Yeah.
0: So, and it leads him to the bedroom where he finds a pistol. Oh yeah. Yeah. We move up to October eighteenth, nineteen. Johnny's
1: got a gun. <laughs>
0: Uh, so Donnie's walking with Gretchen, and he wants to kiss her, but she's like, "eh," kind of want things to be perfect. Um, also, some random dude in a tracksuit. She goes, "There's
1: is just she goes off that to the fat side. guy over there as well." So I have yet to find any any writing about that random fat guy that was he's like just there. He's, he's just like just sitting just there, random s- dude, smoking a butt, just big fat guy in a tracksuit, just like, hey, kiss her. He, that that's like Sebastian. From the little mermaid, he's like, go on and kiss the girl. <laughs> uh,
0: the parents actually meet with the therapist and she's like, hey, have they told you, has he, has he told you about Frank? And they're like, no. And so basically she's almost like calling him a schizophrenic and wants to do more hypnotherapy to him. And of course
1: uh, the mother
0: is like, Sure, if you think that's like the thing to do. Yeah, like, but like, why are you just okay. feeding
1: him water pills? Like, right. maybe give him some real medication. If, he, if he's got like a chemical imbalance, let's mm. balance out those chemicals. Yeah, but manipulated living. Rah. Ah. Uh, we have a, uh, a Jim Cunningham
0: assembly going on at the school where, talent uh, show I guess, ah that's right the talent show and so he's trying to get everybody jazzed up and you know is that all the guster you can muster
1: mm-hmm. uh, you know yeah, sorry i got no i got no guster to muster for you
0: you got no guster well, i'm sorry uh they show like a couple of his i'm guessing they were books the attitudinal beliefs i believe was one of them and, uh, yeah, so he...
1: Uh, what was the, he what st- was the other book called? It was, uh, I'm ah, Not Santa Claus, you know. but Please Sit on My Lap. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and he starts to tell, like, a story about this kid named Frank, which kind of uh, sets some shit off there. Uh, and kids start asking, quite, like, crazy questions. And funny enough, there's one kid that comes up and asks... He wants to know how to fight, and if you were paying attention, he's one of the kids in the videos mm-hmm. where he gives a little pat on the bum.
1: Inappropriate. Yes, don't do that. Nobody seemed to notice, though.
0: Not one. Uh, and then Donnie basically <laughs> and, comes up. And 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 it's
1: and- like that was like a shot, like that kid, that was like his, um, oh, what, do you, what do you call it? It's like a cry for help. Yeah, he's like, I want to learn how to fight. Dude slaps him on the ass, and he's like, "This is the reason I want to know how to fight. I want to kick this guy's ass." It's like, ah, but it's fear.
0: Uh, Donnie makes his way up and uh, basically calls him out on all of his bullshit. It was just like, how much are they paying you to be here, dude?
1: Which like, just so you can sell valid, videos. It's and... a valid question,
0: dude. Most of the points that that he makes are very valid. Yeah. Hundred percent valid, and then he calls Mono's bullshit and gets escorted out. Uh, decides to tell his girlfriend that he's seeing stuff. Goes into more time travel talk with uh, Professor Monikoff. Uh but eventually it he starts to get. I mean, it wasn't really, really like religious, but he's like, oh, but if you're not like, I mentioned God, and then he's just like, you know what, we're done. So he
1: seemed genuinely. I don't want to say upset, but, like, you could tell he wanted to keep the conversation going, but he's like, I have to stop. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's the whole, like, church and state thing. Could, although it's a private school, so I feel like, it, he you said it was a Christian school.
1: Yeah, it's some kind of religious school. Yeah, so that shouldn't be an issue. It should. I mean, that's why they don't want him to go against God. Like, he's going to get fired if he's not, if he's talking, yeah, like, okay. too sciencey. Like, I know you're the science teacher, but don't get any t- phil- philosophic talks with anybody about time or space. Just talk about God, talk about Jesus, and talk about how a virgin got pregnant, and by no way was Joseph a cock. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so now it so Gretchen and Donnie are working on this project on the IMG, which is they called they're like glasses. They called instant memory generators with uh, like photographs inside, like digital photographs to help with uh, was like infant memories or something like that or help them with like good memory, create good memories. It was weird. I was trying to figure out what that actually kind of was.
1: Just you describing it sounds like those like uh, viewfinders. Where you take yeah. that white disc and you put it in, you <laughs> hold it up to the light, and you <laughs> just slide over. And you're like, oh, look, it's the Muppets. <laughs> oh, look, it's Miss Piggy. Oh, look, it's Kermit. You know? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and then, one of the, you know, the, the, the douchebags in the back were just like, what if you just put in fucking pictures of evil shit? It's
1: always Which, that one dude. kind of a valid question.
0: Oh, yeah, no. No, it's true. Uh, then they basically, they, they tease Gretchen about her parents, like, well, didn't your dad, like, stab your mom?
1: Now, if she's in witness protection, why does everybody know about Stabby Stab? Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's not a very good witness protection.
1: Huh. But then again, she's a teenager. She's probably mad about right, having she to move. Mom. She's, yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, they go outside. This is, like, they finally kiss. And then uh, they go see the evil dead.
1: Yes, it's a Halloween frightmare double feature, featuring The Evil Dead, followed by I guess... The Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> what? Uh, but I guess that, Sam that Raimi what? let
0: them. But I guess Sam Ramy let them use like footage for the film for nothing, which yeah. is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, which is awesome, and it actually is pretty cool because if you go by when he leaves the theater and when he gets back, you can tell about how much time it took him judging by, you know, the, the movie, but the, uh, the last temptation of Christ was by no means an accident that they picked that for the second movie in the double feature.
0: Of course not. So, yeah, so they, they go to the movies and then the rabbit takes a seat next to, uh, or Frank, whatever, uh, takes a seat next to Gretchen. And then, you know, he kind of looks over, why do you wear that stupid bunny suit? Why you mm-hmm. wearing that Why stupid, wear that man, stupid suit? man
1: suit? Touche, uh, rabbit.
0: Takes off the the head, the mask, the head thing, and uh, it's dude with his one
1: eye. Yeah, and I mean, he had tried stabbing him through the uh, membrane. Through the mirror. The membrane, if the, you will. The mirror membrane thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like right yeah. in the eye earlier.
0: Uh, so,
1: yeah, that's Frank. Uh, he
0: basically Frank tells played, him to
1: watch. played by the kid that was in, uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. Ah, uh, yes. He's like, I can order pizzas, man. <laughs> uh, tells him to watch the movie
0: and, uh, a portal opens up. So basically he's got a, he's got this portal, uh, that it shows Jim Cunningham's house. And basically tells him to burn it down. Burn it to the ground.
1: Burning down the house. We don't Uh, need no water. Let this motherfucker burn. Yeah. Uh,
0: We're at the school talent show. Finally. And. One. The the Chinese girl. uh, Charita Chang. I think her name. Or Chen. I think it was. Uh, the character's name. Uh, I don't know, it looked like she was doing
1: some sort of Swan Lake thing. Oh, some kind of interpretive dance where she looks like she was dressed like an angel. Ah, an angel.
0: Hmm. Ah, I think I know where you're going with that. So, and then we get Sparkle Motion. No, no, notorious. Dude, this soundtrack was banger man.
1: I love this soundtrack. It is really good. It is like a nice of slice of Americana from 1988-ish time. Um the original song that they were supposed to dance to though was Pet Shop Boys West End Girls. And I can't see it.
0: <laughs> no.
1: I I uh, think This was I love like uh, obviously no offense Duran Duran. I know this because of Biggie. When I heard this a, song, I'm a, I was I'm like, a, I'm "Oh Dur- shit!" They're playing Big and Big. Uh, wait,
0: what? What is this? I'm a, I'm a Duran Duran guy. I, I I'm a big fan of this
1: tune. It's good, but I honestly hadn't heard it before. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Whoa, this is where it came from."
0: Yeah, and it, somehow, I mean, I'm I can't remember where it was in the movie where Donna gets back from burning down Jim Cunningham's house. But he was able to go to the house, burn it down, and come back before the movie was over.
1: And before Gretchen woke up. And before
0: Gretchen woke up.
1: Manipulated
0: dead. And he doesn't smell like gas, and she doesn't be
1: like, why do you smell like fire? Manipulated dead. Uh, Remember, everyone is helping him to the journey. Yeah, the whole you're... universe is trying to write itself. I get you. Okay. Uh, uh, so the universe per- doesn't want to implode on itself. They do. It, we do not want a giant black hole to rip up the. Uh, what does Doc Brown say? And Back to the Future, too, about the. You're not the thinking Almanac. fourth dimensionally? He, he goes,
0: It's we a, don't need it's a paradox. paradox.
1: Paradox. That was like the scariest word of my childhood. He goes, it's a Speaking of which, it'll be a paradox. Happy
0: Back to the Future Day. Today's October
1: 21st. Oh, no shit. Yes. So, Thank Happy you.
0: Back to the Future Day. Word. Uh, But, yeah, so, you know what? Turns out Jimbo is a diddler.
1: Yeah, so no one would have known if his house wasn't burned down and it didn't unlock his secret room of child pornography. Turns out the guy that everyone in town thinks is the nicest guy, he's got the greatest morals, he's helping all the children, apparently he's helping them because he has ulterior motives. And he's going to jail. So the lady that earlier was shaming Donnie's mom, like, you don't have, what did, what did she say? I don't, th- you're, not, com-
0: you're oh, yeah. not committed to a sparkled motion. Yeah,
1: you're not whatever. committed to sparkle motion. But now that, that Jim Cunningham, who has been found dead to rights, red-handed, Going to jail. She's like, oh, no, I've got to defend him. you got to go take, you know, cause spark motion, blah, blah, blah. Oh, now it seems like you're not dedicated. It she, seems like you're dedicated to the wrong says, thing. She literally
0: says, I wouldn't even dream of asking you, but there's literally nobody else.
1: Oh, thanks. And the mother obviously feels obligated because her daughter is like the centerpiece yeah. of the dance. Right. Oh, of course. Um, so they have to fly a plane to, to regionals? Yeah. So the talent show goes to—so the talent show's weird. When they were actually having the talent show, there was a couple creepy people in the audience. One was actually a uh, talent scout from Star Search, and mm. one was from the FAA because they think that the Darkos are hiding something. Because they have no answer to what is going on, where that engine came from, they're like, "These people are shady." So let's watch what they do. And and there's a few scenes where you can see people like staking them out. That actually, the fat guy mentioning it, the fat guy in the tracksuit, horrible. That that's like, I told you to be inconspicuous, Marty. (laughs) Like that guy might have been actually there to watch them. Yeah, I guess so. Now that I think about it.
0: But well, I guess that would make sense. Uh, yeah, so we're up to October 26th, and Drew Barrymore gets canned.
1: Yeah, this was pretty cool because she goes outside and she's like, fuck! Yeah.
0: Yeah, and, um,. It looks like um, the the, Ch- the Chinese girl, like she's she's getting a little picked on, and you know, Donnie helps her out and says, you know, you know, I hope everything will turn out okay for you. Like everyone, everything will turn out okay for you. Uh, turns out she likes him.
1: Yep, she had his has, name has written his... written in uh, her notebook, and goes to show you that he, you know, he's a nice guy, stands up for the, the the bullied.
0: I mean, I do feel like part of him was a nice guy.
1: Yeah, he was a nice guy. He was just a teenager with the chemical imbalance. Um,
0: back to his uh, therapy session where, you know, he asked, she asked him what he wanted for Christmas that, like one year. And he said, I just wanted hungry, hungry hippos. I mean, who doesn't?
1: No, have you ever played the giant hungry hungry hippos? No, they've got, it at, I they've got it at like Dave and Buster's, dude. It's mad fun. You like sit What's on the... one of the hippos and you're like, ah. Yeah,
0: we have a party next next weekend at Dave and Buster's. Hope well, maybe I'll have to see if they have one at this one. Uh, which one? Uh, Woobin?
1: uh, I don't know, but I'm sure they have a lot of those hungry hungry hippo games. Well, they might. Yeah, there's a giant space invaders. That That's what wicked fun, too.
0: Oh, I like that one, too. Uh, he confesses to things to his therapist and says he's running out of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, sees Frank in the office and he starts freaking out. He's trying to confront him. And then she claps and he wakes him up. Uh, October 29th, Elizabeth gets accepted to Harvard. So you know what? Let's throw a party.
1: I mean, that's worthy of a party. Uh, I
0: agree. But it has to be small.
1: It was not small.
0: It was not small. <laughs> uh, literally my next line, lines. Uh, not small. At all. No. Uh, the therapist calls the house, tells like, calling the parents, and basically, you know, you gotta call me back immediately. Uh, Gretchen shows up and
1: says... Yeah, I wanted to know what was she gonna say? She was just gonna warn him about Donnie's saying that he's running out of time probably.
0: Yeah, well well probably like his confessions like like didn't didn't he tell her like well he did the um like the school like the
1: the pipe, right? Didn't he tell her that? I don't think you're allowed to unless it's a crime that you're going to commit or you're putting someone into danger. I don't think she's allowed to Disclose that.
0: Maybe not. Just, I mean, but if he's that's a... just
1: public property. But like yeah. the the whole danger to himself, saying like I'm almost out of time, I get that because that's something yeah. that okay could get acted on. But I, I don't think she's allowed to say anything about him busting a water main.
0: Right. Uh, Gretchen shows up. Says her mom's gone. Uh,
1: they go upstairs. Uh, can we just rewind one second? This party kicked off with a nice hidden Pantera song. They're credited as the dead green mummies. The song is proud to be loud off of a pre-Cowboys from Hell Pantera. Ah. I thought that was pretty fucking awesome that they snuck that in there. Pantera's like, yeah, you can use a song, but don't fucking put Pantera on that. We're the dead green mummies.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, they uh, they go upstairs into one of the bedrooms. Brown chicken,
1: brown
0: brown chicken, brown cow. Uh, but yeah, um, house was all fucked up.
1: Okay, so now that they have fucked, I have to say, Jim Cunningham has said that there are three main temptations: drugs. Alcohol and sexual relations, and now I mean technically he's, he's they count- done all three are, at this point are right? we counting cigarettes as a drug
0: uh,
1: I mean we can't we depends. can't we can't count his medication because we know those are just water pills, but supposedly he's now succumbed to the three temptations ah but gotcha. if if sex is a temptation, take me satan. Yes. Yeah. Uh
0: so she blames the stepdad for the mom disappearing. Um this time the mo- like Donnie's mom is calling and uh they're taking the red eye back from where were they like were they all, I don't even remember where they were. They were in another country, right?
1: No, it doesn't matter where they were. They're flying. But anyway... The, they're in a plane. The, it's his mom and his sister, Estarko. <laughs> and,
0: and they're going to be back around
1: 8.30. Yes.
0: Uh, so we hit October 30th. His uh, astral leash appears again. Uh, he's kind of freaking out and tells Gretchen, we got to go. Time's running out.
1: And yo, so I got to say, his two best friends... Ride or die buddies. He gives them a very vague reason of why they all need to go. And they all hop on They're like, fuck yeah, Donnie. Ride or die, bro. And they all hop on bikes and just book it with him. Yeah. No explanation Uh, needed.
0: So they, 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 they take off and they go to a cellar door.
1: Oh. You know, it is said that out of all the words in the English language... Cellar door are the most beautiful. Now, you have to kind of take away the meaning of the words, but just, like, listen to how they roll off the tongue. Cellar door. Now, Drew Barrymore, I forget who she attributes it to, but it's actually Tolkien uh, said that offhandedly at one point in time. Yeah. Uh, Then, like, outside
0: there, uh, oh, well, this is Miss Sparrow's cellar, right?
1: Yep, that's her basement. Yep.
0: Yep. Uh, They're attacked by the school douches wearing pantyhose.
1: On their heads. On their heads. It's not like they're like, men, we're men, (laughs) they men, men in tights. (laughs) (laughs) No,
0: no, it was on their head, which you could clearly still see who the fuck they are. It's
1: like, hey, you're
0: Seth Rogen with a smushed nose. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Gretchen gets thrown like into the middle of the road. Um, a Firebird comes speeding down the road. Ah, a red Firebird, and um, misses Roberta Sparrow and runs over Gretchen at a high rate of speed.
1: Yeah, this was like that was a little rough that to watch. Brutal. Yeah, it was bad. That was that was, that was brutal. They did that um, very well because I mean, yeah, was, yeah.
0: So like the douches, freaking like ah, oh, let's get the fuck out of here, and then like. The passenger. Like what was a clown. she doing?
1: Well, yeah, of course the passenger's a clown. And then dude gets out, Frank, and he's like,
0: What was yeah. she doing in the road? And Donnie pulls out the gun and just shoots him.
1: Shoots him right in the nope. eye.
0: No hesitation.
1: Nope. Blammo. And uh yeah.
0: carries Gretchen basically home, puts her in a car, and all of a sudden there's like these black clouds
1: mm-hmm. and stuff well he this is um, this is the end of the world coming
0: right uh he gets you know he grabs the keys to the car and you see the, like these glass these these black clouds there's like little like tunnels like funnel or you know like tornado funnels it looks almost looks like mm-hmm. and then you have the mother and the younger sister who are in the plane starts hitting the clouds where there's like turbulence oh, yeah. and then the engine. Apparently comes from that plane mm-hmm. through the space time continuum and uh was it Gretchen they go back to a flashback where Gretchen is like, What if we could go back to back in time and fix those hours of pain and then basically the movie almost goes in reverse
1: yeah. kind of well, sort well of. he's he's up and he's watching the clouds and he he makes the mental decision that he has to. He has to set everything right. I like. I don't know how he knew. Well, he well he got. The, did he get the call about the the mother coming back on the red eye, or was that his sister that got the call? Um, I mean, he must have known. So he, I think he knew. He knows that they're going to die. He knows, obviously, Gretchen's dying. Mm-hmm. He has to send the artifact back from the tangent to the primary universe so he basically just gets in bed and like this is my favorite part of the movie like and he ha- smiles he smiles because that's how you feel when you go to bed you're like i'm gonna go to sleep brother oh yeah like when i get in bed sometimes i giggle i'm like Hee-hee-hee. like this is the best <laughs> part of the world you know and he gets to do that forever he sacrifices <laughs> yeah. himself he does. To save uh, the ones ba- he loves. He yeah, literally well, I mean, he whole... loved Gretchen. Excuse me, he did.
0: Uh, basically, goes back to the engine hitting the house, obviously with him in the bed this time. And uh, the therapist wakes up like she knows something, goes through the different characters, that... you know, kind of like at the end of the movie. Finally, like Frank
1: he's the got the like tear from, from the eye yeah so tear they, from the eye so it, it, some
0: rabbit drawings
1: so they, they goes through all, like oh, a bunch of characters that knew him so it said that the manipulated live or the manip- manipulated living could sense an echo of the tangent universe in the primary universe through their dreams it's pretty subconscious they don't even know why it's like if you ever wake up from a dream and you're like, oh, fuck, that's fucked up. And for a f- like a few seconds, you're feeling the dread or feeling whatever emotion from that dream. Until you're like, oh, that was a dream. That yeah, was stupid. Obviously, Dude, there's, there's no flying unicorns You know, or, There's literally, there's,
0: there's been dreams where they've been like pretty fucking lucid. Where, I don't know, I've done some stupid shit. And then like I literally woke up like i like i did something like where
1: you're worried you're gonna get in trouble
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no like i literally woke up like thinking like oh my god how am i gonna get out of this what the hell is going on blah 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 and then i have to like sit there and think i'm like oh wait that like that didn't actually like happen that's not like a thing but like for a good solid like five minutes i'll probably sit there and go what am i gonna do like, how do I explain
1: this? Okay, it was not five minutes, but I'm, yeah, I, I get. It I, felt like it. I get where you're, where you're coming from. I buried bodies under Han Dynasty, and <laughs> they they went to tear it down and turn it into a a dentist office, and I was like, "Oh fuck, they're gonna find the bodies. What am I gonna do?" Yeah. So long story short, they well, never I, did. Ha ha.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, I I totally get it. I 100 percent get it. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going through the whole thing. I
1: I wish the, the movie would have ended there
0: instead of scratching In, coming up with of, the other kid.
1: instead of the the extra part because this is where how, I'm wondering. To take
0: away all the grieving? You mean?
1: No, I don't want to see that. I yeah. I want him the the crash m- maybe do the Mad World montage with all like the people's feelings and whatnot. But don't see the aftermath in the morning. I think it should have ended right there. Because where is this plane engine coming from now? Yeah. How did it come off of the other plane that hasn't even taken off yet? Right. No, it makes sense. Because that plane doesn't happen. That plane ride doesn't happen until much later. But, you know, these are things for only God to explain. We're just... Measly podcasters picking apart fun movies. And that's that. It was a good movie. I like it. The ending song Mad World was actually supposed to be U2's MLK, and I listened to it and tried to picture it with that, and I think that all of the songs that they couldn't get or for some reason switched them out, I think everything worked for the best. I think the soundtrack... Is awesome the way it is, as is, if you will.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm gonna give it. See, if we're going from my first viewing, I probably would have given it like a one, one and a half. But I'm definitely enjoyed it a lot more this time around. I understood more this time around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd give it a solid three. three.
1: Yeah, I've I've read through Roberta Sparrow's fictional philosophy of time travel trying to wrap my head around this and I mean obviously incidents when the fabric of the fourth dimension become corrupted they're incredibly rare obviously, come on but how incredibly rare are they that two instances happened within the same town or not even within the town because obviously Roberta could have been somewhere else wherever her nunnery was but yeah. I, no. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Uh, it, it's mentioned that water and metal are two big elements of time travel. Hence the water pills, the uh, membrane between him talking to the rabbit, the actual artifact itself, the engine. It's just the story goes a lot deeper than the movie shows you like you you get to see the surface but then you got to take out your knife and try to stab at the eye of the rabbit that's talking to you to get a little deeper into it i'm giving the movie three and a half brains Rain. nice yeah i think it's very oh, like rare said, that i give a little more brain than you
0: yeah uh but again like i said soundtrack is so good
1: so good yeah pantera not on the official soundtrack
0: no. And then, like, I know you said something about a random song that I put on our TikTok, but apparently they re- did a British re-release in 2004, which added the song um, from In Excess, Never Tear Us Apart, which is an awesome song.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I just didn't, I was like, I don't remember that song in the movie. But I mean, Yeah, no, it wasn't in the movie,
0: but like it, for some reason it was added on a on a British release.
1: Yeah, but I mean, honestly, y- until I watched it recently... I didn't catch Proud to Be Loud was on there before. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The dead green mummies. All right. We yeah. got we got a lot to go over right here. So the the winners of the 2023 Deaddies. We're just gonna bang through these real quick. We've got best score: Evil Dead Rise. Nice. Oh, best existing song, Sunglasses at Night by Corey Hart. Best montage, Renfield. Boom! Best cover, Long, Long Time. I can't wait for you to get to that episode, Jeremy. Uh, Best theme, Evil Dead Rise. Best opening credits, Here in the Darkness from Sorority Babes and the Slimeball, Bullorama Part 2. Best end credits. Don't dream it's over from Candyland. Best original song VHS from our friend Jeff Whitmire. Nice. Um, I'm leaving costume up. I'm like I'm, I'm not even putting that up because we have to see Halloween we to see time. who's the, the best, the best costume or not the best costume, but the most used costume. And I will have to say, Joe Bob's Halloween. They were. Ken and Barbie. So that just goes to show you Barbie's probably going to take this one. I was probably wrong about Wednesday. Best kill went to the boat scene from the VHS 85. Best performance went to David Desmalchian from the Boogeyman. So yeah, pretty, pretty good. Congrats to everybody's! If you want your NFT, just hit us up at fansofthedeadpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll send that right over to you. A nice, specialized yes. daddy's 2023. Okay, so... Nobody's
0: coming to see this film for the pod. They're coming to see kids and ass and a big dick. Miss Halloween
1: 2023, Jenna Ortega. Miss Jenna Ortega. Dude, she is everywhere. Yeah, and I didn't even know she's been an actress for as long as she has until she was on the Disney Channel. I didn't know that. Ava was watching something yesterday, and I'm like, "Whoa, is that Jenna Ortega?" She's like, "Oh yeah, this is on the Disney Channel," and and
0: that was... totally made it creepier, right? <laughs>
1: no, but it was just it, it was weird. I was just like, "Damn, I guess she's been she's been an actress for for quite a long time." And she's gonna be in the I hope awesome Beetlejuice two, and she's gonna play Lydia's daughter.
0: Yeah, and she, it's perfect. I mean, great, great friggin' role.
1: Hell yeah! Like that's that's cool. Um, Michael Keaton's coming back. Winona Ryder, I believe, I want, is coming back.
0: I, I've seen yeah, I've seen pictures of her in uh, costume. I want it to be so good. I want it I to be so, so to good, be good, so
1: bad. Uh, they. The sequel they wanted to do first—I'm glad they didn't do. It was like Beetlejuice in Hawaii or something. That's dumb. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she was in season two of You. She wasn't in season three because she had a lot of other shit going on. She might be in season four. That's to be seen. Uh, but that—that's a great show. I think. It, I'm talking about Creeps. Yep. Uh, her first horror movie, I believe. Was Insidious Chapter Two? I've only seen the first Insidious, so I don't even I don't even know how big how, how big a role she had in that. I don't know. I didn't just make it up, did I?
0: No, no. I'm just yeah. Insidious yeah, Chapter yeah, Two. No, she, she played Insidious Annie. Insidious Chapter Two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she was in Iron Man Three. I know you're not a superhero movie guy, but I mean that's a pretty. Pretty big movie to be in.
1: That's a big movie. I think that was her first movie. She was in Babysitter, Killer Queen. She played a big role in that, which is an awesome sequel to an awesome uh, movie. Uh, Obviously, Scream 6. It's just called Scream, but she was in Scream 5, and then Scream 6. She's going to be in Scream 7. She's already signed on to that.
0: And Studio 666 with uh, Foo Fighters too.
1: 666. We call it 666, not 666. 666. I'm sorry. She she was in Studio 666. Okay. And she was in X, my favorite movie from last year. She actually does a voice on Jurassic World Camp Crustaceous.
0: And Big City Greens, we actually watch that show a lot.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. We love Big, Big City Greens. What's up with this dude's finger? The dad, like the father, the dad. He's like missing like part of his finger. Yeah, he lost it in a farming accident. Obviously, a jackass. Oh, okay, <laughs> he's a farmer. <laughs> uh, obviously, yeah. she is Wednesday Adams. Yep. Not allowed to be Wednesday for Halloween though, if she wanted, because of the uh, the strikes. It's yeah, part of the uh, the rules there. But uh, stupid rules. Yeah, so. Until season five, I bid you forewell. farewell. Farewell, farewell. See you later. <laughs> like I said, fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. Hit us a line. We are looking for movies to start season five with. If you have a suggestion for a movie or a tangent, whatever. Hit us up.
0: Yeah, definitely hit us up. Uh, we'll have to do a fan, uh, fan pick sometime soon.
1: Right, what about November? <laughs>
0: November would be perfect Let's just kick
1: it off with a fan pick
0: So, yeah Check us out, we're on Instagram Fans of the Dead podcast Facebook, Fans of the Dead Fans of the Dead pod on TikTok Uh, Yeah, com. Get yourself a shirt, a
1: hat Uh, Twitter, nope, just kidding We're on X at Fans of the Dead 1
0: Ah, so was Jenna Ortega
1: See, we're on both Okay And on that note, (laughs) have fun, be safe, happy Halloween. You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the PFPN hopes to fill your earholes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.